Welcome to the new Docs in a Pod presented by WellMed. Over the next half hour, Docs in a Pod will educate you about the health and wellness of adults everywhere. Co-hosts Dr. Tamika Perry and veteran broadcaster and attorney Ron Aaron will share information to improve your health and well-being. And now, here are Ron Aaron and Dr. Tamika Perry. Well, hello there and welcome to Docs in a Pod. I'm Ron Aaron. Delighted to have you with us as we take up today a really interesting variety of topics. We're going to talk about falls and falling and the dangers of that and aches and pains and what you should not ignore. Dr. Tamika Perry is our co-host, a graduate of Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine. She's got a doctorate in medicine in osteopathic medicine and her BS degree in biology and biological sciences from Prairie View A&M University. She then attended the University of North Texas, where she earned a master's of public health in health management and policy. Dr. Perry is co-founder of Redbird Community Clinic and a founding member of Uptown Health and Wellness Center. She is a well-med physician and an assistant medical director and a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. Dr. Perry loves to travel recently to Egypt, and Mm -hmm. she cooks, listens to music, and reads. (laughs) So, Dr. Perry, how was that trip? It was awesome. But after that bio, if I don't get a date, I am like not bound for one because that was awesome, (laughs) Rod. Thank you. But the trip was absolutely positively awesome. So educational. I called it an adult field trip, except I don't know if I thought it out very well because who goes to Egypt in the summertime? It was hot. Hotter than here? Yes. It was like on average. The U.S. Yes, like 111, 112. And it was like dry desert heat. Like literally we saw mirages. Seriously. Yep. And yeah, did you get hot. into a pyramid? I did. I went in, and ironically the pyramids are kind of cool in the bottom, but yeah, I did. <laughs> I went to s- several pyramids. Well, I'm glad you're back and back safety. What about camel rides? I did that too. And you did. uh I did. I did. Um, And it was super duper fun. I didn't know that the way that the camels raised up and then when they they got down, they almost go like at a 45 degree angle when they get back down on the ground. So you have to have really strong core strength to stay on the camel, (laughs) which I do not. So it was kind of a, you know, wobbly comedy show there for a second. But I managed not to fall. No face plant. No face plant. Thank God. Speaking of falling and aches and pains, we're delighted to welcome our special guest, Dr. Derek Hiltz, he's a physician at the Optum Pasadena Clinic in St. Petersburg, Florida, earned his medical degree from Nova Southeastern University College in osteopathic medicine, which is located in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, completed his residency at the Nova Southeastern University College. Dr. Hiltz is board certified in family medicine. In his free time, Dr. Hiltz is active in animal rescues. He fosters dogs to get them out of the shelters and helps them find their forever homes. And Dr. Hiltz, it's great to have you on. Thank you very much, I appreciate you having me. What got you into dog rescuing? Uh, my wife, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, was, uh, she was an equestrian um, all throughout college and she was always fascinated by greyhounds because they reminded her of horses. And there's uh, there were a couple of tracks at that time still open in the local area. and. We reached out and started working with Greyhound uh, rescue organizations, and we did that until they closed in Florida recently. And then now we work with others, so we have other mutts instead of Greyhounds now. And you're uh, you keep them for a while and try to get them uh, uh, adopted out. 
Yeah, that's correct. You know, we never know how long. Sometimes the dogs will come to us with a with a home in mind and they'll say, you know, we we just need them to work on, you know, working on behavior on a leash or get them crate, trained to go in the crate or, uh, you know, just basic things. Um, you know, when some of the dogs, um, the particular one that we have now, it was raised outside. So it had no idea about things like mirrors wow. or glass doors or the television. So we kind of show them about life. Um, other dogs, we had one dog, the longest one we had was for nine months. So sometimes they become part of the family. Sometimes you barely get to know them. You just, you never know. How Hard to give them have? up. How many do you have at one time? <laughs> well, uh, I will just say that my wife and I have decided that um, we are really good at, at loving a dog temporarily and then sending it on the way. We, we get to see some of the dogs after they are in their forever homes. Uh, the dog that we had for nine months, kind of an interesting story. I thought we were keeping the dog. My wife was adamant that we were not. Um, and then we found out later that the guy that adopted the dog um, was retired. He worked out of his house. He actually bought a vehicle specific for the dog, took all the back seats out and filled it with dog beds. Oh. So we decided after learning that, that these dogs often go to a really great place. And so it made us feel good to, to get them ready for their forever home. That's really cool. And with dogs yeah. that don't know about glass doors, sliding doors, and mirrors, they get a lot of nose bumps. They, they do. They do. And the greyhounds were especially challenging because they lived in concrete kennels, um, you know, for the most part. So they never had seen a toy before. They'd never experienced oh. what dogs experience. And um, the challenge would be loud noises. Sometimes they would decide it was time to run. And if the glass was in the way, then oh, oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, that could full be a, speed ahead, huh? Well, yeah, yeah, just, usually they would just do that once, though. So, by the way, if you all just joined us, this is indeed Docs in a Pod, not a dog show, but we're talking <laughs> about uh, the, the ways in which Derek Hiltz and his wife uh, are able to foster dogs. Docs in a Pod comes to you every week, and we talk about a variety of health and wellness issues. Dr. Tamika Perry, our co-host, is with us. I'm Ron Aaron. So, Dr. Hiltz. We know you want to talk about, and I want to as well, aches and pains and, and what you ought to be aware of and not ignore. But I want to kick it off with something that's very timely and topical now, and that's the story about Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell freezing in a news conference the other day where he just stopped talking, stared straight ahead, eyes wide open, but clearly, clearly in a trance of some sort, went on for more than 30 seconds. Uh, and... He'd had a fall back in March several months ago, had broken a rib, had a concussion, uh, and, and the news at the time said he'd been in rehab. Uh, and, and concerned about what happens potentially after a fall, if you can share some of that with us. Yeah, sure. You know, the, there's a, all kinds of sort of layers to falling. You know, the immediate aftermath of a fall can be a a scrape, scratch, some bleeding, a little bit of bruising and swelling. It can, you know, it can be as serious as a, a fracture. You know, people fracture wrists, um, shoulders, elbows, um, knees. I've seen people fall directly on their kneecap and break that. Um, hips. Um, also, we worry about, you know, head trauma. So someone falling, hitting their head, um, having a bleed. All, all, you know, the falls can go in severity from little to nothing. Um, you know, I think one of the bigger take-homes about uh, this fall and this situation is the fact that he had had numerous falls. So we ask people all the time, have you fallen? And we'll get the answer, yeah, I fell, but we don't hear about all of the falls. We hear about 
a single wall. So, right. you know, those, those, you know, falling once, uh, tripping over a curb, you know, uh, slipping on a, some wet tile, you know, that's one thing, but, you know, another fall, another fall, those become so dangerous as those repeated falls and the, what happens and what's causing them. And then the long-term effects of those down the road. Now he's 81 years old in, in the category of folks at risk for falling. Uh, when we talk about falls, Dr. Perry, uh, do you try to work with your patients to understand why they're so dangerous? Most certainly. And we also try to quantify the fall that's happened. We try to qualify and quantify it, just like Dr. Hill said. How many falls have you had? And preceding that fall, do you remember any chest pain, any dizziness, any shortness of breath? Um, a lot of times patients will say, the dog ran under me. Okay, understandable. But no, baby, I just fall. Well, we need to figure out why you're just falling. You know, and that, that's a really good clue as to where we need to go next as the clinician. Right, Dr. Hiltz? Agree that the, a fall is not always just a fall. There's what led to it, what were the events that happened prior to that, um, and then also certainly what happens during the fall and after the fall. Uh, so it falls are extremely complex, and it's really important to get as much information as you can, background and everything that happened to try to figure out you know, what to do about it moving forward. And when you talk about aches and pains and bumps and bruises, things you should not ignore, uh, whether you've fallen or not, uh, what kinds of pain should we be very concerned about? If you've fallen, you've got a pain and a headache, that's a real problem. It certainly can be. You know, falls uh, and the headaches are trauma to the head. Um, one of the main things that physicians worry about is a hidden bleed in the brain. So you can have bump your head. And if you take aspirin for certain health issues, or if you take heart medicine or anticoagulants, if you have other issues, there's a real risk of having bleeding and you not being aware of it. So, you know, people can fall, bump their head, think it's no big deal, not mention it. And then over the days, as this occurs, that can get more and more serious. So uh, headaches are certainly a big issue uh, and a big red flag for let's get this evaluated quickly, not put it off for days on end. A brain bleed can lead to death. It can, and it might not be immediate. So that that bleed can be a slow, gradual over time. So when you fall, even if you immediately don't feel anything, just a small headache, you still need to let your physician know. This very thing happened to my uncle, who's a rough and tough country guy, and he still works at like 72, has abs like Superman, right? Because he does like manual labor. He's up in a tree cutting branches down, fell out of the tree, complained of the worst headache of his life, told his wife, wouldn't go to the doctor. So I called him, begged him, uncle, please go. Went, had a brain bleed, had to go to surgery. Wow. And that lasted, I mean, he was stubborn for about a week before my aunt actually called me. And I was like, the only reason that you're even with us is because you're in such good physical shape. Otherwise, sir, you would not have been here with us. Are there symptoms of a brain bleed that we ought to be aware about? Or is it like a, a silent killer? Nausea, vomiting, headaches, mouth confusion. I mean, Dr. Hills, what, what would you say? Would you agree with that? Or? I would agree with all of that. And I think it's a really important point to emphasize the slow, gradual nature. You know, he said he had the worst headache of his life, but this accumulated, you know, probably the first day he was sore, yes. 
And that slow ramping up of this pain that continues to increase, not get uh, better. But, you know, again, that just as you said with your uncle, it, it took a week for him to have these really bad symptoms. And he's lucky that he is still alive. It's, yes. it's not the symptoms necessarily of the first day. It's as this continues to progress and right. get you know worse over time. It's, it's very, very dangerous and scary. Is he still climbing trees? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> that's, that's the nature of my uncle. <laughs> well, he's not going to stop. No, he's not. He's always going to do something very, very physical, which is, is great for his blood pressure. You know, it's exactly. great for his muscles. It's just not great for his noggin, you know. All right. Stay with us. We're going to come right back to both of you. I'm Ron Aaron. We're talking on our Docs in a Pod hotline down to St. Petersburg, Florida, to Dr. Derek Hiltz. And to our co-host is with us, Dr. Tamika Perry. I'm Ron Aaron. You're listening to Docs in a Pod. Hi, it's Drew Pearson for my friends at WellMed. As a Hall of Famer, I love it when a quarterback and receiver have a great connection. You can be part of a great connection too. Connecting WellMed's high-quality healthcare with the highest-rated Medicare Advantage plan helps you focus on staying healthy. Call 210-436-6005 or visit wellmedhealthcare.com slash connect. Drew Pearson is a paid spokesperson. Other plans are accepted. For full enrollment details, visit medicare.gov. We're so pleased you're sticking with us right here on Docs in a Pod. I'm Ron Aaron. We're talking on our Docs in a Pod hotline with Dr. Derek Hiltz, a physician at the Optum Pasadena Clinic in St. Petersburg, Florida. Our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry, with us as well. And we're talking about aches and pains. We started talking about falls and the risks of falls and the dangers uh, to your health. Uh, let's talk, uh, if we can, Dr. Hiltz, about the various kinds of pains. Because, look, as I said earlier, I'm 81. Uh, and I wake up and my mother used to say she knew she was alive because everything hurt every morning. So what <laughs> pains are normal? What pains should we not worry about? And what pains should we say, you know, I need to talk to Dr. Hiltz about this. Yeah, great question. So we spoke earlier about headaches um, after a fall. Um, that, that, that was a really big one. You know, uh, severe headaches not involving a fall are also uh, a challenge and something that certainly should be addressed with your physician. Um, you know, bad headaches that progress and get worse. Um, and it doesn't have to be over a long period of time. It can be over a short period of time. Um, you know, the well, big thing for me that I always like to talk to my patients about is something that's new or something that is changing. So let's say you always have um, a low grade headache. Uh, you know, you have a stiff neck, you could probably do a little more exercise and some things, but, you know, you haven't been as good about it. Uh, but suddenly you have a, a significantly uh, increased pain in a different part. And then you have other things going on. Maybe you're sweating. Maybe your vision is off a little bit. So, you know, those the, the, the usual stuff, while it's important to note, but those big changes in any part of your health um, are certainly something that it's important to notify your healthcare team about because it requires some further looking into to see if this is something that's serious, uh, such as, you know, with the headache, it could be an, an aneurysm or a burst blood vessel. Um, so those big changes are vital to discuss. And one that a lot of folks, of course, worry about is if they have chest pain, they immediately assume it's a heart attack, I'm dying. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's scary that that pain pressure in your chest is, is one of those big scary things that certainly gets your attention. Uh, and it's absolutely something that should be addressed um, with your doctor. And that's not one that you, you wait on, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't wait a, a week or two or three and I, I'll see you in a few weeks. I didn't want to call you and bother you. You know, you could have all kinds of issues unrelated to your heart. It could be circulation. It could be um, one of your lungs. You could have a blood clot. Um, you could have all kinds of different things that occur inside your chest that feel just to you like chest pain that it's, you know, any kind of pain that is in your chest is a big warning sign Let's get this evaluated and let's let a, a healthcare professional decide if it's nothing before, you know, our patients decide, oh, it's nothing. It can wait. Uh, I, I would never wait on anything involving the chest with chest pain or even something like, you know, shortness of breath. Um, I, again, that's another thing that I really talk to my patients about their shortness of breath. You know, if normally you can walk out to your mailbox and back uh, and you have no problem and then yesterday and today you had to take a break when you're walking out to your mailbox or had to rest before getting back that represents one of those big changes from your normal that is a big red flag that needs a call to your doctor right away what could that be telling you shortness of breath out of nowhere um well shortness of breath out of nowhere could be a, a lot of different things it could be you know something like an anxiety attack but it also could be a blood clot it could be other cardiovascular issues it can be lung related it could be heart related uh, so you know and all of those things you know the clots and lung related and heart related all those things are something that needs to be addressed now not let me wait till my visit that i have coming up in two weeks well how I, I, typical is it for dr perry and dr hiltz for both of you uh when men like tamika's uncle says you know i, I don't need to go in i'll wait i'm okay yeah so the most common Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say the key word there was man. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it is very typical, but I like I like to stress to my patients certain, like Dr. Hills was saying, certain symptoms, certain signals your body gives you, it is a warning sign that you don't wait. Chest pain, shortness of breath, headaches, need to, especially if they're new, need to be evaluated immediately. Yeah, I have so frequently my patients that come in with these classic symptoms of, you know, true cardiac causes of chest pain. They're short of breath, they're sweating, their chest pain occurs when they're exerting themselves or mowing the lawn, and it's been going on for two weeks, and they're in Florida, you know, pushing a lawnmower in the middle of the day. And I said, well, you know, what made you finally call? And they said, my wife. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. That's, uh -huh. You know, it's, yep. it's my, my men who are trying to be tough, uh, like Dr. Perry's uncle, who yep. I, I'm going to tough it out. You know, yep. don't, don't be tough. No one is impressed with how tough you are mm -hmm. here. Let's tell, tell us your problem so we can look at it. And then if you are experiencing, uh, for example, sudden weight loss or weight gain, I've got a friend, Wendy, who has always said you can never be too thin, which, of course, is not true. <laughs> Uh, but if you suddenly drop weight or gain weight, uh, is that something to worry about? Or if it's something that you want to just say, hey, that's life. No, it's absolutely something to worry about. You know, the sudden is the is the key there, you know, and also I would add unintentional. If you are doing a crazy one of these crazy diets and you lose, you know, seven, eight pounds in a week, you know, because you almost stopped eating. If you're doing some kind of fast, you know, okay. Um, but it's the sudden, and I would add unintentional to that, you know, unexplained weight loss suddenly can be from 
issues with your hormones, like your thyroid, you can have liver problems. It, it can be the big C where they're all scared of cancer. Um, and then you look at sudden weight gain um, can be things related to your heart and circulation. Um, another thing could be your liver. Uh, you know, there's all these underlying things, but it's that, you know, I, I tell my, my heart patients, you know, if you gain three pounds overnight, you know, best weigh yourself at the same time every day. Yes. Um, and if you gain three pounds overnight or five pounds at any time, you call me right then because we got a, we got an issue to take care of. So it doesn't have to be, you know, 10 or 15 or 20 pounds. It's with certain health conditions. I mean, literally, I, I had a discussion with the patient this morning and I said, three pounds, weigh yourself every morning, three pounds overnight. Your first phone call is to my office. And to and my for, patients. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tamika. No, my go patients ahead. who are obese or overweight, a sudden weight loss is not an unexpected gift from God. You, that needs to be <laughs> evaluated also, because that means something is going on, especially if it's unintentional, like Dr. Hilt said. You have an unintentional sudden loss of weight. It needs to be evaluated. And Dr. Perry, you, you took a specialized course in obesity and, and are certified to deal with that issue. Uh, I like where you said it's not a gift from God if suddenly you lose weight. And yet there's a lot of people who would say, thank God this thank weight's coming God. off. I prayed for this and now it's happening. Well, did, you know, when you prayed, he probably told you exercise, eat right, do what your doctor says. You know, <laughs> did you do that part and lose weight or did you just lose weight? So that's what we need is it was an unintentional. And Dr. Hiltz, when you look at issues that people are confronted with, I mentioned my mom early on who said, uh, I'd say to her when she was 91 or so, so how you feeling, mom? And she'd say, hey, I'm good, but everything hurts. Everything aches. Uh, she didn't talk to her doctor about it. And, and you used a phrase earlier, Dr. Hiltz, that I bet a million patients use. I didn't want to bother you. Isn't that why you're there? Yes. <laughs> It's interesting how often you have to convince people that you want them to call. I tell my patients kind of jokingly, but I'm like, if you don't call me, I'm going to be bored. I'm going to be sitting in my office playing solitaire because I don't have anybody to see. So I need you to call me. I think that, you know, a lot of these aches and pains and uh, the specifics of this stuff, it's really important. But I think that um, the understanding how vital it is to communicate with your uh, your primary care physician, your healthcare providers, they, they want to know if there's a change. They want to know if there's something new. They want to know if something is getting worse. You are not bothering us. This is what we are here for. We went to school for a long That's time. Right. We accrued right. a lot of debt for the opportunity to be able to see you and to tell you through this stuff. And just you know, I don't know everything, but let me do this. Just let me be the one to decide, is this a big deal or is this not a big deal? This is what we signed up for, you know? Exactly. And we got a couple minutes left, Dr. Hills. Before we go, I want to touch on something you brought up in some notes that you prepared for us because it's very important. Uh, the issue of it's not necessarily an ache or a pain, but feeling of sadness and emotional issues, anxiety. Uh, fear. Uh, should you bring that up with your doctor? Absolutely. You know, um, in the current environment that we're in, there's a lot more awareness of the impact of the, you know, mental and emotional state of our bodies and how that impacts our health. 
Uh, I tell my patients, your brain is the supercomputer that controls everything. It can change your digestion with how much you want to eat or don't want to eat. It can change your bowels. People have diarrhea. It can give you chest pain. It can give you shortness of breath. It can give you all of these things. And so very much like that chest pain that you're having from your heart issue, you want to tell your doctor if you're having this sadness or more anxiety, or you suddenly are having insomnia and you can't sleep. It's so important that, you know, doctors, we, we, we went to school to help take care of you, yeah. but it's not just the things that we can see. It's also the things that we can't see, like your emotional well-being and how you truly are, you know, how are you feeling is different than how you're doing. You know, how are you doing? How are your, how's your family? Are you, are you struggling with, you know, finances? Are you struggling with some of these things? And all that plays into the overall picture of someone's health. And Dr. Perry, with your patients, depression is often an issue. Depression is an issue, especially in the senior population. That is one of the top um, diagnoses or, morbid, or comorbid conditions that seniors have is depression followed by anxiety. You know, their environment changes, empty nesters, no longer working, neighbors may have died off, good friends died off. And like Dr. Hill says, this all plays a part into your well-being. Bring it up with your PCP and don't right. let it fester. Dr. Hiltz, you are a great guest. You're at risk of being invited back. I'm glad you <laughs> joined us. Dr. Derek Hiltz, uh, you find him at the Optum Pasadena Clinic in St. Petersburg. For our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry, I'm Ron Aaron. Thanks so much for joining us today on Docs in a Pod. Executive producers for Docs in a Pod are Dan Calderon and Leah Madrano. Our producer is Natalie Ibarra, and associate producer is Isaac Wilker. Thank you for listening to Docs in a Pod, presented by WellMed. We welcome your emails with suggestions and comments on this program at radio at wellmed.net. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Docs in a Pod with Dr. Tamika Perry and Ron Aaron.